we love movies that really put the ultimate blame on the system. And it was clear from the top, the system, it was more about greed, though. You kind of saw the system as it, he walked into it. And I guess you could say the most evil person was De Niro, the uncle. Yeah. It, it, it's and just, there are like again, stray yeah. comments about how like none of these murders are getting investigated. Like there, there's like tacit uh complicity from like the sheriff but they don't really you're right they don't really get into that about how like the actual system is also enabling this violence and there was this interesting component of class that was not fully explored but is there right where the there's a lot of lower class white people in this town and you see how that breeds this resentment towards the osage people and that resentment is creates a lot of violence you see also like the use of alcohol to sort of sedate you see these interesting beginnings of things but I think you're right it because it's so much is put on the journey of Ernest it dilutes from that where if it was Molly's story we could have empathy maybe and see we could see the complexities and nuances of Ernest's character without feeling like I'm in his head. What would I do? You know, without without sympathizing. I think you can have empathy without being sympathetic and justifying. And it did it did border that it was. Yeah, I didn't leave feeling as much hatred as I wish I or not hatred, but as much rage, like activating rage from a white from Mm -hmm. a I'm sure if you're if you're in your ancestry you have osage and you have in your indigenous there that's you understand it in such a more complex way than this film allowed i think another audience to understand yeah. which is why from molly's pov it would have really let us in and that's really more worth exploring because we know the white point we know the colonialist viewpoint <laughs> like that's what we're taught in school yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we live it every day yeah and we're inherently you know sympathetic <laughs> To speak to that exact thing about how, like, the colonial mindset, the colonial, like, colonial hegemony is so ingrained in the way that we look at race, at class, at gender, and everything in this country. One of the most affecting moments in the movie for me was at near the very beginning when, you know, he's telling, he's explaining how the Osage Nation came into this oil money, and then it's, like, smash cut to a couple years later— And it's, like, this thriving community of, like, very wealthy, uh, you know, this very wealthy indigenous community and the white people serving them. And it's, like, you know, it's maybe, like, five minutes of different, like, like, a montage of, like, different scenes. Like, they're out on the town. They're at home. They're, you know, but it's, it's all these different members of this community. And it's basically, like, flipped the visual image that we have seen through all of our education in this country of white people being served by non-white people and just seeing that flipped on its head in the beginning was like for me i was like whoa like like disconcerting isn't the right word but it just it it like it threw me destabilized like i'd never seen in a good way that was the nice destabilized yeah that kind of disruptive nature was really important yes in a yeah destabilized in a very good way and i think like i imagine for a lot of people especially people who don't you know, pay as much attention to the history of settler colonialism. Seeing images like that is would be jarring, and you'd be like, "Wow!" I and and like challenges your own unconscious biases of like, "Wow!" I'm only used to seeing photos of like white people being waited at hand and foot on by non-white people. So for for th- that, I thought was like a strong moment in the movie. 